What is going on, everybody? Today we have playoff football to talk about, and two of us are pretty excited about the results of these games. We're going to get right into it. Let's go. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Spectators. We are on episode 118, and it is January 17th, 2022. My name is Julian. Today, I am with my boy, Gerard. What's going on, brother? What's going on, Spectators? Feels good to be here. Ready to talk some wild card weekend. You know, I'm. y'all know I'm happy. Y'all know I'm happy, but we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. Yes, sir. You you guys know that he's happy and he's repping. And, and I'm repping today, too. Not the primary team, but, you know, you got to rep the city sometimes. And especially when your team kicks the bucket like they have this year. You, you get a full. That's one thing I can appreciate is when the Vikings or any of my teams don't make the playoffs at all. I can just from the jump start rooting for a team. And it makes me feel that much better. If we make the playoffs, lose first round. And now I'm just like, ugh. Exactly. Now I gotta watch the rest of this. Like, you don't even want to watch games anymore. No, you're hurt. Every game is like that. Should be us. (laughs) They should be me. Yeah. So, (laughs) you know, I'm happy to be rooting for the Bucks this time around. Uh, We're gonna start off this episode as we tend to do with the football stuff. Let's go some winners and losers. Gerard, you had a winner and or a loser for me. Don't matter which. I'm gonna save the I'm gonna save I'm gonna save my winner for later. But okay. the loser definitely gotta be the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Um it's just I'm gonna just put this game into perspective for you guys. Okay. Let's do it. So we'll look at some stats real quick. Uh oh. <laughs> so this numbers. is the numbers gonna talk. The, the numbers, the numbers. So look at this. Playoff game, winner go home, you're at home, you're in Arlington, you know it's time to ball out. Dak is 23-43, 250 yards, a touchdown, and interception. Oh. Not bad. Not great. Not great. Like a hair over 50%. Yeah, you need your stars to ball out. He didn't do that. Ezekiel Elliott, 12 carries, 31 yards. That's it? Oh, God. And that's your leading rush. And I saw him so, bust out a run or two for like, you know, nine yeah. or ten yards. <laughs> oh, it was it was a it was a nine yard run. That was ah, that's, that's best run of the day. Yes, that's what I'm referring to. CD Lamb, one catch, twenty one yards. It was a nice catch too. It was a good catch. Had another catch, but they got called back because of. Yeah, I think he had two but, or three catches that were called back because they had an insane amount of penalties in this game. Fourteen penalties today or last night. Man. Fourteen penalties, and you know the crazy part about all of this is that I think it's getting missed. The 49ers were basically like, here, here's another chance. Here's yeah. another chance. They were giving Here's them. another chance. Yeah. And they couldn't capitalize. It's fourth and inches. Fourth and inches all start on the 49ers. I'm like, oh, just end this game already. Right. And then. And they got the first down on all... that, too. Yeah. And then then the, the scramble, the QB draw, 14 seconds. Well, okay, so you're, you're saying the Cowboys are losers, but who on this team is the biggest loser? Because there's got to be one, right? Dak. Dak? You think it's Dak? I'm giving it. Okay. So, 
I can get I'm down think, to that. So, you're a professional football player, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm, I'm a fan. I don't know. I I don't know the ins and outs, but you're a professional football player. You know, fans know, and I know you know. If you are down and you're trying to rush it, the ref has to be the one to set the ball. Yeah. You need to slide. You need to get up. You need to find the closest ref to you. Make sure he has a lane to get to the ball to set it so you have time to spike it and set up your last play. 14 seconds is not a lot of time. No. You ran an extra five yards for, for no reason. For no reason. Zero get your 10-yard, get your first down, whatever. Get in a position to where you can take a strike into the end zone, mm-hmm. and you go down there. But you wait. You take an extra five yards. You get in the ref's way. You put the ball don't down get, on the you ground. You give like, him the ball, yeah. That's like, so the ref now has to get through you and your center to try to get to the ball, and then Which get he did. Out of the way. He, he tackled through the center, bro. He, yeah, he, he did. So, he, he literally tackled them. Like, you had all these chances to step up, and you had all of Dallas on your on your shoulders. Yep. And you fumbled, and you flopped, and you flopped, and there's no excuse for it. I mean, the line sucked. Yes, the line was the offensive line was horrendous. Really with all bad. The penalties. The, I think the 49ers blitzed three times in this game. That's all you need to. The four, the 49ers well, and, and, front and, four, yeah, their front four is insane, insane, and the way they kind of scheme up their like pressures is insane too. Like they don't always use their front four. Sometimes they bring a linebacker, bring a, an end into like some short coverage situations and all that. So they mix it up a lot. But, like, you know, they weren't giving him any time, which is crazy because this is a good offensive line. Like, this, this has been probably... this has been a very good offensive line. And, you know, they're not as good as they were three, four years ago. But this has been a good top echelon O-line the last five, six years. And I would give him a top five line this year. My, outside of the penalties, they're, in my opinion, a top five offensive yeah, line. Yeah, and, you know, you can't really take away the penalties. That's part of it. Um, that's yeah. why my loser for the game, I, I have a different loser in general, but my loser for the game is actually Mike McCarthy because you had all of last season, this roster is almost identical to a T. The only addition really is Micah Parsons, right? Because mm-hmm. every single other player on this team pretty much carried over from last season and same coach. So pretty much everything's the same. You add an incredible talent on defense, right? Who, by the way, wasn't particularly good in this game. Who would have thought the rookie kind of folded? He had a he had a good rush or two, but he wasn't yeah, a, I mean. he wasn't really a factor. Um, you know, you have an extra game plus a playoff game, so we played eighteen football games this season, and Mike McCarthy didn't think, or maybe he did. I don't know, but clearly not. Hey, let's do one entire practice where we don't practice and we sit and read the rule book. Because these guys just love offsides. They love holding. They love holding. They love holding. Stop holding. I saw like four defensive holdings. Since when do you have defensive holding? It doesn't even make sense. The worst one, it was third or it was third and nine, I think, and Debo Samuel had ran and like got no yards. And you look in the back and I think it's what is his name? I think I might be able to pull it up. Uh, where is his name? Gregory. Yeah. Alignment. Gregory, yes, basically <laughs> DDT's the dude. A defensive holding on a run. <laughs> on a run play to the opposite side. Like, what, what are I'm we like, doing? You had, like, there was nothing there. Why <laughs> take your anger out 
right now. You <laughs> gave them the first literally down. Literally to the other side. Not because they would have got the ball with four minutes left. Like, yeah. four minutes left. You have timeout. You have three timeouts at that point. Man. You can walk down the field. You can set up your offense. You can do what you need to do. But just yeah. all around bad play from the Cowboys. It was bad. And, like, if they were just well coached enough to, like, be disciplined, because that's really what it comes down to, right? Clearly, these guys aren't disciplined and they haven't been disciplined to practice. The coach just lets them do whatever they want because, hey, you guys are super talented. You guys do what you need to do. He hasn't taught them how to play the game. Who cares about all your talent if you can't play the game properly? Like, there's exactly. rules for a reason. And, you know, a lot of Cowboys fans and just, like, football fans are going to be upset that there was a million penalties. But, like, this is maybe the first game I've ever seen where, like, every penalty was called. Maybe not everyone, but, like, a majority of the penalties that happened were called. And I was happy they did it that way because I was like, hey, we're just going to call everything. So we're going to call everything all game. And it did it against the Niners, especially in that last like couple series. Um, it was kind of cool to see that like, hey, we're not going to let anybody get away with anything because we know the Cowboys are here and they're going to try and get away with stuff. And yeah. they, they, you know, they set that tone pretty early and the Cowboys just never adjusted. And when it mattered most, they were still getting penalties against them. And that's that comes down to coaching like as bad as Dak looked at certain plays, as awful as a running back as Ezekiel Elliott is, Ezekiel Elliott might have been the sixth best running back rostered in this game. Because you have four guys in the IR for the 49ers. <laughs> and then you have Elijah Mitchell, you have Trey Sermon, and you have Tony Pollard. So, like, he might have been six or seven. And it's kind of crazy to think that. But that's And the- he he's on their contract for like the next three years, like... Pollard's a free agent this year. Yeah, they're Pollard, not going to sign him. He's going to go no, somewhere. He's going to get some money. They're not going to waste our franchise tag on him. They have no, Zeke. No, so God, no. I'm not running. So, they're going to they're gonna spend $55 million on two running backs <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> to if, get them 80 rushing yards a game. No, 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 no. Hey, if Tony wants to come to Buffalo, we'll, I would actually be we'll a take great him. pickup for you guys. But enough about like the Cowboys. That. It's kind of how media goes these days because when the Cowboys lose, it's it's big deal. But um, the Niners actually looked very good for three quarters and then looked awful in the fourth. But they, they squeaked it yeah. out. The Niners get to go play uh, the Packers next week. They're going to be a little bit hobbled. That's going to be a tough one. I don't really see a way that the Niners win it. But they played mm-hmm. earlier this year, and it took a Mason Crosby field goal at the end to win it. So maybe it'll be a better game than we think. Um but if they're going to be injured with Bosa out, I don't really see much of a path to victory, personally. Yeah, well, I like the 49ers. I think oh, I like they too. had the matchup. I think they had the matchup advantage against the Cowboys. I think that was like their yeah. perfect fitting yeah, to play perfect. the Cowboys. I think if they played the Bucks, if they played the Rams first, I don't think. I think I'm not sure if they pull it out. I think the yeah. Whoops. So yeah, it's like Debo only had 38 receiving yards, but he had 70 rushing yards, which is. Little, he's a wide back. He's a wide receiver running it back. Again, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what he is. He said it. He said, he said it. on an he interview. Said he's a he wide said, back. He said, I'm a wide back. And I was like, ah, pause. But yeah, like, you're definitely a wide back, man. But yeah, no. The 49ers, I like them as a team. I like them this year. Um, it sucks they have to go to Green Bay. Yeah. But I'm not going to count them out. But I'm giving them below 20% chance to win that game. Okay, that's fair. Uh, my loser for this week is fringe elite 
quarterbacks. Fringe elite quarterbacks. And there's really only one. I mean, I guess Dak Prescott kind of counts. He's like a fringe elite guy, but I kind of put him a little bit lower. Like, I think he's just a good quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Derek Carr is fringe elite, right? There's there's flashes where Derek Carr looks absolutely insane. He, he throws for a lot of yards. This is the ultimate... Um, I don't know a good comparison to him. I, I kind of want to say old Matthew Stafford is like a decent comparison where he's putting up a lot of yards. It doesn't really translate to anything, right? Uh, the Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers never is a better did example because I think everybody's known Matthew Stafford's actually really good and like elite for like mm-hmm. the last like you know decade. Um, but he was an alliance, so it didn't really matter. Um, I think Philip Rivers is a good example where he's like good, but like. Is he? And then, like, here come the playoffs. And, like, oh, Phillip Rivers doesn't have LT anymore. Uh-oh, we're probably going to lose. Yeah, kind of exactly. a deal. Um, Derek Carr, that's actually a perfect example. Jeez. When it matters the most, he kind of lets the moment get too big. And he made a lot of bad throws in this game. And to to give him credit, too, his wide receivers are not very good. They're just, they're just not. No. Darren Waller has, is the most overrated tight end I've actually seen, maybe ever. Darren Waller's bad. He has no hands. He doesn't know how to run routes, and he can't get separation. He's just big. He's, a, he's huge. He's gigantic. So it was he's kind huge. of like he's, a Gronk effect last year. He's fast, too. But, like, we, we realized, like, oh, wait, if you just, like, press cover him, he's, like, not getting away because he can't separate. Yeah. So he's not good. Everybody else they have, there's a reason they went and got homeboy from Alabama a couple years ago in the draft, which he's locked up now because they don't have guys to catch the ball. And Hunter Renfro has been a blessing this year. He's been fantastic. But mm-hmm. you lock up Hunter Renfro, and they, they locked him up this game. And everybody else was just dropping passes. There was at least five or six drop balls on, like, second and long and third downs that could have moved the chains that were yardage. And they settled exactly. for a bunch of field goals and – whether it's Derek not throwing it great, which was some of it, right? He only threw a little bit over 50%, and he threw 54 times. He threw 54 yeah. passes for one touchdown. It's not really going to win you many games. And, uh, no. you know, I think Derek Carr is great. They're never going to move on from him because there's no evidence to, because stat-wise, he's really good, right? Mm-hmm. It's a blessing and a curse. It's almost like being the Atlanta Hawks a couple of years ago when they were just like sitting at the five, six seed for like seven years with Josh Smith and all them. It's like, is this actually something you want? And it's like, this year is a weird like year for like drafting. Like there's no real like free agent quarterbacks. There's no, no one in the draft to really no. target. So it's like, you can go maybe try to upgrade Derek Carr, but at the same time, you're going to upgrade someone off of potential. What is that going to do for you? It's or you're going to overpay spot. for somebody who's maybe better. Like, like say, for example, they trade for, like, Kirk Cousins, right? Let's throw mm-hmm. that name out there. Is there any difference between these two quarterbacks? Uh, Kirk's maybe a little bit more poised. Derek has a better arm, but, like, I, I don't know. I literally don't know. So, I will give I will give Derek Carr and the Raiders their flowers, though, because yeah. I had them counted out midseason once the whole Gruden thing and the rugs I was like oh there's no way you're bouncing back from this they lost I think they had like one in six yeah. uh period where like I was just like yeah there's there's no shot and, well and it's crazy that I, I can't remember their their interim head coach's name just because I, I see it and I 
can't pronounce it, so I don't remember it. But mm. he's earned himself a job. He did such an incredible job. If like, it sucks that he's not gonna get it. But if there's anybody who deserves coach of the year, it's him. It, it just is. He got thrown into the fire, dealt with literally four DUIs this year. Four. Jeez. They had the same record as the Bengals, and they won their division. So, not the Raiders, the Bengals did. So, like, they yeah. had a pretty decent year, despite all the nonsense, despite a coaching change, despite three first-round picks getting removed from the team. I don't know if they I have a future the or not. I don't know if he's the answer, but I think he's earned himself a job, whether it's here or somewhere else. He's earned it. I think, I think for him... And the Raiders need to give him the job. If they don't give him yeah. the job, oh, yeah. they're gonna give it to, to who? Like, maybe like so. Just say Brian, like Brian for I like I like Brian Flores as a coach, but like he, the interim head coach for the Raiders right now, he knows everything that's in that locker room. He's already built that rapport. Everyone trusts him now. You're like, a lot, right, you too. let us like, clearly, like you let us from the the depths into the playoffs. <laughs> so, so if, if if I'm the Raiders organization. After this year that you've had this roller coaster of a year, you keep your interim head coach. You take the interim office title. You just give him the head coach yep. title. You keep Derek Carr. You go to look and see if you can get yourself a true number one. Let Renfro be number two or play out of the slot because if he's playing out of the slot, because then he. Because oh, he's a slot, insane. but he had to play everywhere else because the team just couldn't yeah. catch the ball. Yeah. I think like Zay Jones is like their X wide receiver, but I'm like, that's not an X wide receiver. No. That's a so, practice squad guy. <laughs> no like, like Zay <laughs> Jones is like a backup. He's a special it's a backup player, backup. Yeah. And then Darren Waller, you got to figure that situation out. Because he can't block. That's the crazy thing about Darren Waller. And like, I don't want to harp on him too much, but like he can't block. He's yeah. just fast and he's big. Like somebody teach him around. Like you got to bring in somebody. Like go hire like Terrell Owens and just be like, hey, here's route running 101. And like, let's just get you to be able to run a slant and like, you know, rub off and get a yard mm-hmm. of separation. Cause that's all you need. You're giant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, come on. There was, there was one play in particular. I remember, I think it was third down in the, I think it was the fourth quarter. Um, Deshaun Jackson runs a slant route across the middle. Wide open. All he has to do is catch, turn the corner, first down, drive, keeps moving, drops the ball. Yeah. And he made a couple like, of can't... nice plays in this game, too. But Yeah, like, the, you can't those, have that. Yeah, those drops hurt, and then they wind up losing by a touchdown. And, you know, one catch like that, if they make the catch, the drive moves on, you score a touchdown now. Game's different. And, you know, that, that's football, though. You only have so many chances on offense, and you got to make the most of them. So There is one thing I do want to talk about about that game. The refs. That, that, that was refing bad. crew that was really really bad. They, they said they're no longer refing in the postseason. Good, get them out. How do you how do you how do you call a play dead while the ball is in the air and then count to the touchdown? Like know. Joe Burrow wasn't even close to being out to, to begin with. Yeah, Joe Burrow wasn't even close enough for you to even like blow. And the he wasn't like bluffing to go out of bounds either. He was still actively no. trying to make a play happen. Like that's the thing. But. There he was didn't nothing... tuck and step out. No, it's not what was no. happening. He didn't signify anything that he was running out of bounds. No. Or he was, like, trying to just run out of bounds, throw the ball away. No. He throws it. Ball's dead. The the uh, Raiders players, you clearly see them stop. Yeah. Three dudes around Tyler Boyd in the end zone all stop. 
Which is fair because guess what? They blew whistles. The whistle like, blew. Why wouldn't they stop? The, they blew the whistle that. There was like a couple of them. It wasn't like some dude in the stands. Everybody heard exactly. it. Exactly. Like so everybody. So even dumb. the commentators, like, that was the whistle. Like, the play should be dead. Yeah. And or like, you know, redo the play. Just redo the if play. If they score again, they score. And just I'm not redo. saying that's the reason they won. Because no, but it was just weird. They, it, it was one of yeah. those things where it's just like, okay, that's how tonight's going to go. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And then Derek Carr, he almost pulled it out. He almost pulled the, yeah. almost got to OT, got all the way down there. Unfortunate interception. Like, like, what are you gonna do? Last play. Yeah, you get, you gotta, gotta do. Happen, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So tough, tough way to end the season for the Raiders, but this was kind of the way it was always gonna be. And hey, the Bengals, despite not playing great, advance and they get a pretty tough matchup against the Titans. And I think the Bengals fans are gonna be happy they're playing the Titans and not the Chiefs. I don't think the Bengals mm-hmm. in that locker room are as excited because the Chiefs are a damn good football yeah. team. Or not the Chiefs. The Titans are a damn good football team. And the Bengals defense is like middle of the pack all year. Yeah. And the Kings back. So Yeah, they haven't particularly stopped the run great. Like Josh Jacobs had eighty yards on like twelve carries or something like that. Thirteen maybe. Thirteen for eighty three. So he kinda ran loose and the only reason he didn't keep doing it is because they were losing all game. So Yeah. So if they the Titans get a lead early, it's gonna be tough to overcome that one. Yeah, um, I got another mm-hmm. winner. Um, <laughs> teams in red, <laughs> Bucks and the Chiefs. Uh, they just took care of business. Everybody knew that they were gonna come in yeah. and kind of dominate. The Chiefs actually looked awful for about a quarter and a half, and then they're like, "Oh, okay, let's like play football again." I, this game had like yeah. seven punts in the first like. 18 minutes it was really boring it was a snooze fest and the Steelers actually got on top and were just like uh, I was confused I was like I was never nervous but I was like what's happening here exactly and then then you blink and it was 21 to 7 you're like oh there there we go yeah there we go I will say Mahomes can't play like this if he wants to get back to the Super Bowl though because you know what not to start a game but he ended this game really really well I think he had five yeah ended the game yeah, end of the game, five, 400 yards, five touchdowns. Great. Yeah. But you can't go down 7-0 off of whatever that was, a wildcat. I don't know, man. It was... But you know, but here's the thing, too. If there's any team in this league that I feel good about being down less than 21 points, it's the Chiefs. <clears throat> We've seen them do it in the regular season. We've seen them do it in the playoffs. We've just seen where Patrick's just like, think, okay, let's go play now. And, and exactly. then he balls out. So we, we've seen this story before. I was, as long as they're not down twenty one, like late in the game, I'm not worried. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's yeah, it's what are you gonna do? And then switch over to Tom Brady and the Bucks. Yep. That's I think everyone in the world. I'm pretty sure the Eagles even walked in there knowing like, yeah, this is just gonna be like we're here, like we made it, we yeah. defied all the odds, we're here, and that was about it. If that the was Bucks, if the Bucks tried this game actually could have been like 70 oh easy like they it was they went up 17 nothing and just like pretty significantly let off the gas they had like 50 yards come close to halftime like total yards (laughs) yeah and you know they were trying to stay healthy a little bit and you have to at this point because you have nobody to run the football at the moment like they had Mm -hmm. geo bernard and some dude named vaughn running the football I don't know who this Vaughn guy is, but he let the Vaughn, I think I, I literally don't even know because they're on their fourth string running back, 
and they're on their fourth and fifth string wide receiver. And guess what? They still could have scored 70 in this game if Tom just like actually pushed the envelope. But you're not going to do that. You want to stay healthy. You don't want to show your full hand in a playbook and all that. And it's okay. I think one thing. I think one thing that Tom should have done more so in this game is build up the confidence of the other guys outside of Mike Evans and Rob Gronkowski because yeah. they're going to have to play either Arizona or the Rams next next week. Both of those are high-power offenses when they want to be. Rams defense is elite. Cardinals defense is it's up there. It's good. It's forming. So it's getting the shape. Exactly. So you need the Tyler Johnsons to get confident. You need Scotty Miller. You need that one track star. What's his name? Seal Green or... I think, all those guys. I think Tom yeah. wanted to, and there was like a play that I remember seeing where Tyler Johnson just dropped the ball, and like Tom yeah. was like actually disgusted, and he didn't throw the ball to anybody but Mike and Gronk for like eight straight passes after that. I mean, at that point, that's what it is. The playoffs, you got to do what you got to do. But yeah. I think for the for the Bucks, it would have been very beneficial if you got those guys going because you don't have AB, you don't have Godwin. Yeah. Yeah. It's right now, it's just Mike and Gronk, which is. Which is a nice duo which, to have. Which is I'm good. Ma- I imagine you're down two wide receivers, and that's your duo. Like, jeez. You're just like, you're fine. Like, you're good. You're and then fine. you should get Lenny and Rojo back. So, I think the the Bucks, Bucks should be fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even kind of worried about the Bucks. I've been saying Jeez, it all year. I'm not worried about them, and they looked really good. So, that's my winner. Yeah. I'm going to let you get your winner now, because we all know who this is going to be. Boy, 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 oh boy. First time in NFL history. And ever. We had in any game, ever. not playoffs, ever. 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 And it, just to make it better, it was in the playoffs. It happened in the playoffs. Against the... A perfect top five defense. Top five defense, right? The Patriots, top five defense. Quote, unquote. A perfect game. I, when I like finally like looked back and saw the stats, I was like, holy crap. Yeah. No, it's it's because I'm crazy. We seven drives, seven touchdowns minus the kneel. We're not going to count the kneel down. No yeah, one's they're running out that. the clock. We're not counting that. Yeah. Well, actually, whatever. We'll just say we'll say Josh Allen had seven drives for seven touchdowns because Mitch Trubisky had the kneel down. So no turnovers. Classic Mitch Trubisky. Nope. <laughs> no turnovers. <laughs> no fourth downs. No punts. No field goals. And I think we had 480, 400, 485 total yards of offense. We maxed out. That was our possible highest amount was 484 just based off where we got field position and stuff like that for every time. After every oh, punt, yeah, after every yeah. kickoff. Yeah, I mean, that's so what we literally we scored touchdowns every time. They literally didn't leave maxed, a yard on the table. Maxed out. And I'm just sitting here and I was like, where – has this been all year? But hey, I'm not complaining because I would rather have it now than have it week one. Yeah. So like, I think the Bills right now are they're rolling, and yeah, if you're a Bills fan, it's a, it's a beautiful sight to see. I think everyone in Buffalo saying like, "Oh, this is you guys at Super Bowl," and I was like, "No, it's not. Like, we just got our butts kicked for the past twenty years by this old dude." Yeah. And Tom Brady. So, yes, we're going to rub it in your face that your time's up. Our time is now. And after that, it was done. We're like, all right, we're cool. We had it. Yeah. We celebrated. First home playoff game since 96. That was sold out. That was like just people got to go to. And it was just, it was beautiful. From the jump, first drive, 7-0. Mac Jones throws a, hey, 
beautiful ball. And Micah Hyde said, nah, it's mine. <laughs> Bro, With- that catch was actually nuts. Because that ball was beautiful. It was a great throw. Um, yeah. The Patriot, I don't remember who was the receiver for that. Just, like, didn't Nelson realize Aguilar. the ball. He just didn't realize the ball was coming to him oh, because he's Nelson Aguilar. And Nelson Aguilar is terrible. But... Oh, my gosh. Like, he throws the perfect ball. And I'm like, I was like, that's a good ball. And then Micah Hyde... I'm took it right like off his head, bro. He took it off his dome. I couldn't believe that. Exactly. And that just set the tone for the game. It was like, oh, well, this is what's going to happen now, huh? Josh Allen breaks some dude's ankles. Also, the Josh Allen play where he kind of rolled out. They're in the red zone. He rolls out. Oh, the first touchdown, move. yeah. He does like a toe tap along the, the sideline and then throws a dart to, I think it was Cole Beasley. It was Knox. Dawson Knox. It was Knox. Okay. I, okay. Uh, yeah, he had two touchdowns. Um, yeah. That was like, wow. Okay. That was elite. Like, that, that was really, really a good play. That was one of those plays where like, you know. I'm not mad as a fan if you throw that away. No, no, just I step out of bounds because, like, you got pressure to you. Like, there was nobody open. Let's just move to the next play. No, he kept that alive, bro. He kept that alive and found the guy. He created yeah, that. Ten seconds. That was some Aaron ten seconds. Exactly, ten seconds to create that play. So, big shout out to our offensive line. Um, I think this is our fourth game in a row where they all have been healthy, That's and I would say these past. These past four games are probably the best we've looked all year. So, if we stay healthy, we got the running game. Let me stop right there. Yeah, just... We got the run game going. Evan yeah, Singletary, Singletary actually with looked good. Yeah. 81 yards, two touchdowns. And we still got Josh involved. He has about 60 yards rushing. So, if that's our game plan moving forward, we're a very hard team to beat. I'm not going to harp on us too much, but... A perfect game. Josh Allen had five touchdowns. He threw four incompletions, and one or two of those were drops. So, well, you know, you can you're allowed to harp on it. I'll do it for you. This was the most impressive win of the weekend. The Bills have been rolling, and you know there was a point in this season where we looked up and we we thought, man, the Patriots look really good, and then they really limped into the playoffs. They they limped into the playoffs, and. It started kind of with that loss that they had to the Bills in their second meeting. Like, that was kind of mm-hmm. the thing that started it for them. They haven't looked good in the last couple of weeks. People kind of figured out the offense a little bit. And Mac Jones didn't win a game where they let up more than, I think it was 17 points. So, yeah. So, if you. That, that was the recipe. You get on them early, then Mac can't come back. He can't throw the ball. Not saying, I mean, it's his rookie. I'm not saying he won't be able to either. He's a rookie, and, like, he has a lot of stuff to do and learn, and he's not the most talented, natural-born quarterback ever either. Like, I think he's going to be good in this league. I think he's their quarterback in the future, whatever that might mean. But he's not Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, where he's just, like, this created specimen quarterback, you know? Like, you are made to be a quarterback. Yeah. He had to learn a lot, yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying. And that's not that's fine. Like not everybody is. Like those are literally generational, like created builds. They just are. Mm-hmm. So it's not really fair to put them in that category. But that's kind Man, of the bitch. that's kind of the standard now. Over it seems like we're drafting one of those every two three years, right? Yep. And big shout out to uh, Leslie Frazier and Brian Dable, our our defensive and offensive oh, coordinators. Leslie Frazier, oh lord. Uh, a hey, bro. Nightmare. Hey. 
he is he's been great for us, honestly. Yeah. Because no, he's he's a great one, he's a great coordinator. Yeah, number one rush. I mean, number one passing defense, number one overall defense, and like thirteen rushing defense. Last game, uh, Damon Harris ran three times on three touchdowns on us, and then the game before that, they had about two hundred something rushing yards. Comes out today, and he shuts both of those down. Yeah. And that's who's in Brian Dable. Ex- Calls a perfect game. Every design RPO, every design draw, like was just like legit perfection. Tell us like the whole team. If I had a game ball, I'm giving it to every single person. You got the game ball. The Let's go on on the team. So <laughs> and I almost went. Ball. I almost went this close. I almost bought a ticket. Really? And, and I almost flew up there. Yeah, but you know. It's, nursing school yeah you're a busy man you're a busy man so, and you have to be in the studio for this so <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> well yeah um i'm happy you got to gush about your team they have a really really tough matchup next week um i don't know yeah. how good i feel about it for you guys i don't really know yet i need to kind of look at that game a little bit deeper but uh chiefs in the playoffs while still in the afc is maybe the scariest site in sports mm-hmm. right now so yeah, I think I think this is our this is these are our demons. Like we we overconquered yeah. the Patriots demons that's been haunting us for the past however many years. Thirty years, like twenty, however since I was born basically. Yeah. And then we have now our next step is to go take down Mahomes. And then probably after that is we have to go face Derrick Henry again and get rid of that because he has our number like. Yeah, no, Derek Henry, I, like, you guys are a great run defense, but, like, Derek comes in, he's like, I don't care. Yeah. You like, know, that's what he does to everybody, so it's okay. <laughs> you were number one rush defense before that week. You were like, oh, yeah, like, whatever. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care about and you then guys. he ran over y'all. <laughs> but we're healthy, which is huge. No one got hurt this week for us. W. I mean, I think, allegedly, we'll see in the injury reports that come yeah. out this week. You know, there's going to be some random ankle stuff and ligament stuff. Yeah, Hopefully, I mean, that's fine, but. Yeah. Hopefully, you guys are coming out healthy. And that's the crazy thing about this year. If you're, the healthiest teams tend to win. Like, that's just kind of how mm-hmm. it is. Um, we got a game tonight, by the way, that I do want to talk about a little bit. Cardinals-Rams, divisional game. These two teams are both teams that we thought at one point in this year were going to be, like, 14-3. and three, And they kind of stumbled. The Cardinals had a really rough last month of the year uh, because they were 10-1 and one or something like that or – how they, it goes down nine and one and then d hop goes down and they they had jj watt goes down kyler was hurt for a little bit so they've had their mm-hmm. fair share of significant injuries there's no d hop in this game we thought he was going to come back he's not <sighs> that's tough cardinals rams in la it's really a home game for the cardinals because la is never a home stadium unless you're the dodgers or the, or the lakers mm-hmm. rams are three and a half point favorites how are you feeling about this game so I think I'm gonna give my edge to the Rams okay. because of D Hop not being there. It's okay. gonna free up Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, he doesn't have to stick on man on D Hop the whole game. Jalen Ramsey can roam the field and he gets to be that lockdown. I mean, he's gonna be a lockdown corner regardless. But but now he's, he's like gonna, for real gonna lock down because D Hop is gonna eat a little bit. Like he was gonna get 50, yeah, like, 60 yards. You can never a top five wide receiver. You can never stop. A top wide, top five wide receiver. You could never stop them. You can slow them down. Yeah, but they're gonna get theirs. Yeah. So that's just you don't have to worry is. about that. Yeah. Like, uh, Aaron Donald 
Best what? defender player in the league. And, I mean, we just saw T.J. Watt, who's going to win defensive player of the year, uh, mm-hmm. ball out last night. But Aaron Donald's the best. Ever since he's gotten to the league, he's made an argument. He's either one, two, or three. Every year. Defensive player of the year. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, we, we've we've had this debate before. I think Aaron Donald's going to end up being the best defender ever. And that's that's a different conversation to have for a different day. But I think he's that good. And he's been playing that good. So, you have Cooper Cup, who I don't think I need. I don't, I don't have to say anything about Cooper Cup. Just the name itself yeah. should bring fear. <laughs> Dude, this man almost so- had 2,000 yards this year. What was he? He almost had 2,000 receiving yards this year. He's 53 yards off. That's ridiculous. 16 touchdowns? Oh, yep. my goodness. 145 gracious. receptions. And I don't care what you guys think of him, because I don't think he's a top five wide receiver, like in terms of like actual no. receiver, which is crazy, mm-hmm. right? He had 16 touchdowns and almost 2,000 yards, but this is kind of the way like it is because Sean McVay knows how to use him and, Guess what? And that's key. That's all that matters. <laughs> that's literally that's all that key. matters. Who I don't you don't you think Cooper Cup cares that most of the NFL community doesn't think he's a top five wide receiver? No. Because guess what? He he's the reason they're winning. So cares. And I don't think Cooper Cooper Cup cares if he has almost two thousand yards. He's just like, did we win the game? Like, yeah, yeah like all all right, cares cool. about. see you next week. And then you take you have OBJ. Who's been and balling? What seven touchdowns or six touchdowns, I think? Since he's been there? Okay, the real loser of this week is the Browns, right? <laughs> or the year is the Browns, just because, yeah. like... It's always the Browns. It's always the Browns. It's always like, the Browns. Dude, OBJ's good. He's not, what he was in, telling... he, he's not what he was in New York, but, like, he might be, actually. I don't know. He's only been here a couple weeks. Let's give him a full offseason to study this playbook, and maybe he is a top 10 wide receiver again. I don't know. And McVay is probably one of the best offensive-minded head coaches he in the league. The as far as, like, he is the system, best. yeah. Yeah. Like systematically making something work for it does not matter who you are. You bring in Sonny Michelle and you have him as a backup to Daryl Henderson. Well, first of all, Cam Eggers tears his ACL. Yeah. Week like training camp, right? Yeah, before you. So you have so Daryl Henderson, Sonny Michelle, they both step up. Sonny Michelle ends up <laughs> almost eight hundred forty five yards. Yard. Yeah, eight hundred forty five yards. Daryl nice. Henderson is very close to that too. They he missed five, six games. Yeah. Now you have Cam Akers back because he's superhuman. Yeah, I think this is like the first time in NFL history a guy started the year with a torn ACL in preseason and played in the same season. I think it's the first time ever. Yeah, and like Crazy. your offensive line, it's solid. It's a good offensive line. Nothing like ridiculously like spectacular, but it gets the job done. You have Matt Stafford who that's that's going to be the key tonight. I think Matt if Stafford he throws, if, we get, if he doesn't throw a pick, they win by plus 10. It's gonna it's gonna be like a walk away game. Yeah, but he's he's been throwing some picks the last couple of weeks, and they haven't been the best of throws on him either. So, yeah. So, I think, I think the Rams. I think they win. I think they take the win. I think it's like a one score game, like Cardinals last drive kind of situation. Yeah. Kyler has a chance to win it and just doesn't fall just his doesn't way. Work, yeah. But AJ Green, Christian Kirk. And AJ Green's had a pretty solid year. A lot of people gave him a lot of crap coming into this year. He played pretty well. He did solid, but this is playoffs, and pretty well isn't going to do it anymore. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's got to kind of turn back the time real quick because uh, they are down their star receiver, and somebody's got to make some plays over there. 
And they're short on playmakers. If there's anything the Cardinals need to do this offseason, then, you know, it's a little early to go into the offseason, but they need a wide receiver desperately. Desperately. And it's it's supposed to be D-Hop, but... But you need another year, guy he, regardless, right? Like, you just do. Yeah. Christian Kirk... Like, Christian Kirk has been solid, okay. I think, but he... I don't think he's a number two. No. I mean, he, he did... It's he nice did to have, have Zach Ertz, but... He almost had a thousand yards this year. Christian yeah. Kirk did, but you know, you look at some other teams, and there's some elite duos right out there, like T. Higgins mm-hmm. and Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, Thielen. Like those are some real deal duos, and Mike Evans and Godwin. Like those are two number ones on a team, and the Cardinals kind of have a number one who's always hurt, and then like a couple number threes. Mm-hmm. So. And you know, it's crazy. Before he got here, he was pretty healthy and like. Texas. Yeah, he's just struggled he's once he's gotten here. But whatever that might I don't be. Know. I don't know. I just I want a good game. I want I think one it's gonna be a good game. This is probably the best really game of the close. weekend right here. I mean they've all been two of the games have been decent, other three have been just kind of bleh. Yeah. I mean even that Cowboys game wasn't particularly good until the end. Yeah, so you just just give me something. Give me something interesting. Give me some juice, give me some juice baby, please. 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 And then uh, before we hop up out of here, which game are you looking at next week? Like, that's going to be the best game of the week. Those Chiefs. Those Chiefs? Think. think so? I, okay. You have the two top four quarterbacks in the league right now who are both playing out of their minds. Both teams fully healthy. I'm sure they'll get Clyde Edward Hilaire back. You have a top two tight end in the league. You have a top 10 wide receiver on one side. You have a top, I'm giving Dick's top five wide receiver on the other side. You have number one defense, defense that's struggling. Number one, like number two, three, or four off. I don't know what number of offense the Chiefs are, but they're up there. The Bills are also up there in the offense. So two good coaches in Arrowhead rematch of this season rematch of last year and it's it's crazy how it worked out they pushed everything back so last year we played them in the afc championship game but since everything i pushed back a week it's i think it's going to be a day short of the year oh, okay rematch where after the game Diggs cool. was just sitting there what where Diggs was sitting there watching yeah which was a cool little like clip from last year too i think that's why i'm giving us the edge just because i think they're still mad Think so? Like, I think we're, I think we're still mad. Okay. Like we, we were happy in the regular season, but it's just like we don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we we want you guys in January where we're never gonna see you. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take Exciting. I'm gonna take the Chiefs in this one. They have two losses at home this year. One of them was. Actually, yeah, one of them's the all right? right? Yeah. I don't think they're gonna they're gonna let that happen again. I don't think they're going to let that happen again. This is the playoffs in Arrowhead. I know you guys played there last year, too. Like, the last couple times you played the Chiefs have been in Arrowhead. So, it's not, like, foreign. Yeah. But, I don't know, man. I I, I can't bring myself to go against Mahomes in a shootout-style game. And I think that's kind of what this is going to be. If we're talking some defensive stuff, maybe I can bet against them. I don't really know. But in a shootout, I don't like it. I think our key is going to be Josh cannot play hero ball. I don't need Josh to yeah, play hero yeah. ball. In other words, I you need... can't get down. Like, you can't get down big early. Because once once that Even happens, 
it's going to be tough because he's going to try and make some big plays that are kind of out of nothing exactly. and get out of his game plan. And I think there is going to come a point in the time of the game where we are down, and that's why I'm going to need Josh to say, just play what to what got you here. Don't try to take some unnecessary shot down the field. Don't try to throw the ball across the field in front of – if it's there, whatever, do it, do what you got to do. <laughs> But if it's first and 10 and it's the third quarter, we're down by seven, don't launch the ball down the field and risk an interception. It's like yeah. Yeah. Tyron Matthew, he's sitting back there just waiting. Yeah. And you know he's a ball so. hawk. Despite whether or not he's had a good season, you know when the playoffs come, he, he makes an impact back there. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I'm probably right there with you. That game's going to be really fun, and there's a reason that it's the Sunday night game because I think everybody else knows that's going to be a good game. Uh, Casey mm-hmm. opens up the spread at – Minus two, and I think the over-under is 55, if I remember seeing that right. So they expect it to be a high-scoring game. I expect it to be a high-scoring game. You got the Spam bills. bills. Spam the over, baby. Spam the over. Yeah, seriously, (laughs) hit the over. That game is going to be like 35 to 30. It's going to be crazy. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, awesome stuff. Uh, We'll be back with you guys next week. We'll talk more about the results because next week we'll have all the results on this monday show we were thinking about making this tomorrow but it kind of just worked out to do it today and get this out to you guys so by the time you listen to it the rams cardinals game might be over if it is congrats to whoever won <laughs> whoever mm-hmm. that might be and, we'll and be have back. fun in tampa yeah right have fun in tampa because that's not going to be a good time <laughs> uh thank you guys for listening thank you guys for watching make sure you follow us at underscore to spectators We'll be back with you guys next Monday, as we always are. And can't wait to know then. Later, everybody. Peace out.